All right, we're li- you're listening to the Low End Gigolos. Low End Gigolos is the number one provider of seduction services in the Northeast. That's right. Are you looking to be gently jerked off in your apartment? Something private, you know. Yeah, are you do you want somebody to just put their thumb over your butthole <laughs> and stand there and you can like puff farts into their thumb? Maybe you're into like listening to jazz and have people throw eggplants at your face. Yeah. Are you? Do you have a food fetish? Yeah. We uh, we cover eggplants to the face <laughs> while listening to jazz, as well as having wet Werther's originals <laughs> stuck in your ear, and then um, I mean we're low end gigolos. You'll, you'll 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 find out where the butterscotch goes. I want you guys to understand one thing off the top. We're not high-end gigolos. We're low-end gigolos. Yeah, so if you're looking for the boyfriend experience... It's not going to happen here. We can't do that for no, you. No, 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 can't do that. Um, we can offer you, like, the shitty ex-boyfriend experience. We can offer you the friend experience. Yeah, like total That's actually friend. our specialty. Yes. Like, you know how, like, you put dudes in the friend zone? Like, <laughs> yes. that, that's us. Yeah, in fact, and if you don't have a guy that you can put in the friend zone, call the low end gigolos. Eighty percent of our business is just being that guy. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much human punching bags. Yeah, I mean, in a seductive manner. Yes, it's very seductive. It's hot. It's hot. There's there's dancing. Um, I took some hula classes, so I'm picking up on that a little I can, bit. I uh, can I can uh, merengue. Yes. I can bachata. Yeah, you got that Spanish I stuff. I can. Um, you do the thing where you wear the wheelies, the heelies. I can do. Well, I I'm actually in retirement, but I do heelies, wheelies. He does heely work? Yeah. All anything with uh, wheels on your feet. So Not what? that I mean, if if a woman wanted to humiliate me, I could go and put heelies on and then walk around the mall, and she and her friends could <laughs> laugh at me. <laughs> That is a service that we provide. Have, low you, have you provided that service yet? Unintentionally. Unintentionally. <laughs> See, but now we're getting paid for it. I mean, that's what it's about in life. You know, we've taken our plight and we've turned it around and we hope we can inspire other people of the low end variety. Variety. And whatever manner of life you work, maybe you're a low end cleaning lady. <laughs> I know. It takes one to know one. So if you're calling us for low-end gigolo services, <laughs> you're also low-end. Yeah. Because why, otherwise, why would you even talk to us? Yeah. Plus, it's it's an 800 number, but it charges a dollar a minute. So, like, you should know. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Right. So if you want to contact us, you can email us, or we'd prefer you call 1-900-LOW-END-GIGOLOS. low gigolos yeah, you've reached Low End Gigolos Hotline for hot times with indie rocker sensation That's Jonathan right. Kaplan. Press one. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk to, um, uh, <laughs> if you want a civil war reenactment, press two for Colin Sick. <laughs> if you want a guy who sounds like he is a uh, fr- like lives in 181st Street, but then all his views are like a Kentucky redneck. <laughs> Press, Press three. three for Kevin Sanchez. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you want a, a, a fat kid <laughs> who, um, th- like, who when, you, when you talk to him, you can't even understand what, what the fuck he's talking about, <laughs> dial four for Insane Z Grain. Oh. <laughs> you thought I was... Is he, is he you still... You thought I was going to talk about Pigpen for a second. I did. I thought. Yeah. Maybe, I thought. But but then but, I. But then did you hear? I turned and didn't. You know there is an elephant in the room, and tonight it's not Pigpen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the so elephant. metaphor. That's the metaphor. <laughs> yes. Of this. Yeah. So our like our the member one of the members of our group. After all we've been through. After everything that we have gone through uh, as a as a podcast war. The, the way this thing started. A lot of people are going to be starting at this episode because this is probably the first real episode of the podcast. Right. Well, this is now it's the core group. Yeah. Now it's the core group. So Jonathan Kaplan and Joshua Pallet. Yeah. Nice to hear from everyone. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's and really let that be a lesson to anyone who doesn't show <laughs> yeah, up here yeah, when we have a podcast. Don't cross us. Uh, uh, 
Kevin Sanchez is excused for the evening. He has a a, a note. He has a rally he needs to get to. He in has a rally in Charlottesville. The <laughs> <laughs> he's going to show up, and they're not going to know what side he's on. He is he is the urban chameleon. That's my name for him. He's Zelig. He Who's is Zellig? the Spanish Zelig. Ah, that's right. That's amazing. Uh, actually, being a Zelig is is so like it's a Jewish thing because it's the movie, right? But I find that it's anybody who's an individual has to be a zealot to adapt. Yeah, because the world is the world shows you uh, situations where you're like, well, I don't agree with any of this, but I have to survive. So, right, let me pretend like I believe in you it. Tag along. Yeah. Are you, I, I? I think I was born with the problem of not wanting to do that. I don't like to follow along. I don't like to listen to um, authority. I Damn, problem. I have a problem with authority. I wish I was better at not listening to authority. But you know, you're you're a rebel. I am, but I feel like I wish I was more a rebel. You want to be even more so of a rebel. Sometimes I wonder if that's like the at the to the detriment of my future because I'm like I still think like I'm a teenager. I think no, I think it's to the betterment of your future. Yeah, it has not, it has not benefited me being confrontational with authority. <laughs> <laughs> it has not worked to my advantage in life. It's gotten me fired from places and angrily yelled at by people. The weird thing is is that some people who like have a disdain for like the way the straight world works. Right. You know what I mean? Have such a chip on their shoulder about it. Like you meet people who are just like, yeah, like I'm, I don't like the main. I don't like mainstream culture, but I'm not like fuck the mainstream every right, day. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like I do. I I like I exist having as much of a good time as I can. Right. And it's like I definitely take the path of least resistance. Like one of the cool things about my job is I'm pretty much on autopilot. Like I'm not so ta- like I don't have a job where someone's life is on the line because of my clarity. God damn it, John. We're losing him. We need better headshots. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, well, well, let me ask you, like, did you, we, 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 I feel like we're often going over this from, from our youth. Did you like ever get like in like big trouble as a kid? Define big trouble. I've gotten in trouble. Did you get like arrested when you were a kid? No, I never got arrested. No. Any, any like trouble with, with like cops? Um. Well, I did get arrested in my adult life. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's part oh, of my. Comedy oh yeah, yeah. Act. That's right. I forgot. Yes. Yeah. Well, for what you did to. But those... I was 26 when that happened. When you shrunk all those kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was 26, and um, that was yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not as bad as it could have been. Right. You know, but uh, whatever. I mean, no, but I I feel like I always. I mean, although I did, like, I did things, um, like, in the world that were not, like, I would, you know, I did one time when I was 16, like, rob, not rob, but (laughs) steal something from a convenience store. Did you? And I was with this uh, this other kid named Joe Letts. Okay. And I think he's, like, a musician now or something like that. He's, like, but he was such a bad kid. Right. He was the first person I ever smoked pot with when I was 15. Good kid. And, um... (laughs) Good guy, good guy. Uh, yeah, no, but one time we were in this convenience store near the school, and he was like, just wanted to steal something and stole like, whatever. But the uh, the cashier grabbed him before she before uh, he left. And the weird thing was is that like, it was just stealing something. But the moment that the adult grabbed him right and he started having a shoving match with her Ooh. then i was like this is now <laughs> this, two, is, this is two crimes <laughs> i was like shit dude and i just like got such a neg i like hated that feeling of like this is so what'd you do with the body after you guys <laughs> killed the guy <laughs> no no dude i fucking i probably and i think anybody who's listened from the beginning of the podcast would recognize this as my move is I just left him there and got the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess you grew up on Long Island, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, I, you had a much like... We had a different life. Yeah, totally well, different I, life. The, <laughs> the first time I smoked pot, we were nine years old. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. What type of high it did was, you we get nine at nine ten. years old? <laughs> I think we were 10, maybe 10. A, a super laughy high? 
listen, so listen what happened. I think we were 10, <laughs> and when we were 10, me and my friend Jordan, he, we used to hang out with dudes who were like, I think in their 20s. Like real losers, you know. Like they, I think like they worked in the supermarket. We, we used to hang out with them every day after school and no, get jo- molested. <laughs> we didn't get molested by them, but like it was pretty sketchy, man. Like why the hell were they hanging out with like little kids? And yeah, shit? dude. But there was like a park, and, the, and this was like the unless 90s. they were like, yeah, I met this really cool guy named Josh, and he's like, this guy is so funny. Like, and that, and that but, was part of it. That was totally part of it. <laughs> but but like you know, like we used to cut school and we used to hang out with like these older like lunatics and like they were like alcoholics and you know basically uh, you know our idols growing up and uh i remember we convinced one of them to sell us weed and he sold us a 20 of pot and me and my friend jordan we went to the east village and we bought ourselves a little bong what yeah at nine years old like 10 years nine or 10 years old that's awesome maybe we were 11 it was definitely before we were. Tw- it was definitely before we were twelve because I remember that year well. And Excuse me, Mister. Can I please have that bong in the window? Well, me and him used to like. We were like weirdos. We used to wear like suits and pretend like we were like older. Dude. We walked into like a. We walked into like a fucking adult bar one day, and he walked straight up to the bar and like, with full confidence, he was like, "Give me a a jack a jack straight up," and the lady straight. Poured him a shot of Jack Daniels, and he was like, he was clearly. A we kid. were like ten years old, bro. <laughs> Wait a second, so you're like a ten year old boy. You like w- like march up to the front of the bar, sit down on the stool. Like you're wearing a suit, you lower your you lower your tie. You're like, holy <laughs> shit, god damn it, the office is fucking crazy today. You know, it was. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I have so much fucking schoolwork. <laughs> Plus, I have that that awful disease that keeps me looking this young. He's like, he's like, God damn it! Like, oh my God! If Miss McGillicuddy does not stop writing me about these dinosaurs, (laughs) you know what we looked like? We looked like, um, you know, like in the cartoons or in the movies when like two little kids, one sits on the other one's shoulders, and then they wear like a suit on top of it. (laughs) We look like we did that, except no one. Sat no, on the other one's no show. I'm just imagining you're saying ten, but it was actually six, <laughs> and you guys are just wear like legit six year olds wearing your dad's full size suits, g- going cr- climbing up <laughs> to the bar and be like, off. "Excuse me, bartender, can I have a well? Can I have a, I a actually, juice?" <laughs> I smoked. I smoked my first cigarette when I was five. It was at my father. <laughs> It was at my father's. I was like, like one of these uh, these Asian memes that you see with the kids smoking in the alleyway. I was at my father's. He was getting remarried to his second wife, and I was sitting there at the wedding. It was in Arizona, I think. And I was sitting at the table, and there was a a lit cigarette in the ashtray, and no one was paying attention to me. And I was like, "Fuck it!" And I picked it up and I started smoking. But anyway, flash forward, we buy but this. Did, okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, we buy. So we buy, we buy this uh, little glass bong. Uh, in the East Village, and we, you know, we were very. This was important for us. We wanted to get this right, <laughs> so we came back, and I think we bought the bong first, and then we got the weed from that guy. And we came back, and we were sitting in his apartment, and we were like, we really want this to work properly. So instead of filling this little bong with water, we filled it with vodka. What? Yes. <laughs> so we filled this bong with vodka. That's what was purifying our hits. <laughs> and we filled this bomb with vodka, and I think we we both took like two, three hits, and we, you know, this is the first time you guys are ever smoking weed, and you're nine years old or ten, maybe okay. something like that. But whatever it was, it was before twelve. <laughs> it was very young. And I, you f- don't really know how much, how old you were. You were doing a lot of coke at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully not yet. Uh, and we take, we take, both take a couple hits, and we never smoked pot before, obviously. And I remember we coughing up with a huge coughing explosion and then we're like this is bullshit we we we, we for like 20 minutes we were like this guy ripped us off he 100% ripped us off i mean he still might have i mean no. you have no idea at looking back i mean no because i remember then like laying there and realizing holy shit i am stoned out of my fucking <laughs> mind and i remember cuz like when you first start smoking pot it does this thing where like you're you're brain almost like it felt like it vibrated almost like it felt like it had like this uh electric field that would like pulsate from it do you make you yeah that? i think that weed can still make you feel that way but it's just uncomfortable now no i'm numb i don't feel like that anymore 
No, well, sometimes. Maybe if I took like a dab, you know, like that's what people are smoking now. Have you done dabs? No, I've never done dabs. Oh I'm actually my God. not really that. I'm actually, when I told you that I was like somewhat anorexic, right. I'm kind. Of, I feel like I'm kind of that way about any type of thing. Oh, you're you like to you don't like going over the edge. Yeah, that's funny because I'm the exact opposite <laughs> of that, Jonathan. I'm I'm Bizarro Jonathan. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just wonder what type like when you get high. Yeah, it you I don't know when I started getting high. I was like a teenager, so you st- I immediately went into like philosophical thoughts. You know what I mean? I mean the cl- like the cliche of it. But if you're getting high at like nine years old, it's like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like. like Wow, wow, holy shit, man. It's like crazy. Scooby-Doo makes sense <laughs> to me now. Like I kind of get it now. <laughs> you know, like on the second level. Pterodactyls, man. Pterodactyls. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. You know what's crazy? Also, is uh, bringing up that friend. It, it, the, the, it was a completely different world back then than it is now. Um, that was like ninety one, ninety ninety one. Because me 90, and you were the same age. Ninety. Ninety. And it's the cool thing about being our age is that at least we got to be around for all these different eras of fucked up oh, human yeah. behavior. No, we got like a we got a real like wide spectrum of existence. Like, I know. Imagine you were one of these dumb dums that have only been here since the internet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what kind of lame ass loser? Like Well, you don't know what real You guys survival. didn't get born yet? Like not when I was born? Like yeah, well, we, it's we, crazy. We talked about this on a previous episode. You, you don't know anything about like uh Porn from the trash because back then, <laughs> yeah. back then in like the nineties and the eighties, I mean, to... it may or may not still because we purged listeners. The episodes you hear, it's <laughs> about twice as many that we never can release. Yeah, and they're just they're deleted. They're gone for for history. They are gone for history. Um, but, but if you call the one nine hundred number, they <laughs> yeah. are available in small tidbits. Yeah, exactly. But because it's just talking, we so we say the same thing every week. So, <laughs> so it's just variations of a theme, and then we erase it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. But oh no, this is what I was gonna say. So like the the world was so different back then. I actually I. My mother was showing me some old pictures, and there's a picture of me and a couple of my friends sitting on my ro- in my room, and on the on the ledge of my uh, windowsill is a full sized toy, obviously, but M16. Yeah, there's an M16, and there's no like red tip. No, to it. I remember having a legit like machine gun. Yeah. And like, it was awesome. It was awesome. And we used to fucking run around the neighborhood with it. I, my, my, <laughs> yeah. My Israeli grandfather came back from, um, I think I was like, it was probably like a year before I smoked pot. So I was like 10 maybe or nine. And I remember he brought me gifts. And one of them was a full-sized RPG. It was a rocket propelled grenade, you know, and like it would actually, it had, it actually had like a spring action. So it, it would, was like a Nerf one. No, it was like the 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 grenade part was this like it looked like a missile. It was red plastic. Oh shit! And dude. it was on a spring. So when you would press the button, it would like fly. Oh, along. how amazing is that? And me and my and me and Jordan, <laughs> before we would hit the bar, well, you guys would extort people with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> you tie them to a chair and have it and be like, "Where did you? Where's all you?" Back then, if you came up to somebody with that, they, they would, would know that it's they toy. They would smack you in your face and be exactly. like, kid, get the fuck out of here. That's true. Now, people would run for the fucking hills. You know, and it's all because some lame ruined it for us. Some fucking weirdo kids. I know. But honestly, if me and Jordan had access to firearms back then, we were those type of You think kids. you guys would have... I would never. Dylan Klebold it? No. Nah. It's like, let me just finish sucking your dick and then we'll shoot all those kids. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what there was? They were fucking each other? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that part. I thought it was like a... Or it might have just been this Gus Van Sant movie, Elephant, about them, but I thought that they were like... They were like... They were like blowing each other in the... In like their home bathroom and then they're like, all right, I'm going to go... Sh- all right, cool. Are you good? I'm going to go shoot the school up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, well, okay, so good night. I'll see you <laughs> later. You know, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be there, I'll be there later. That's a gotta... good way to prevent further school shootings. Every time some dude goes and shoots up at school, you make a movie about it, but you make him gay. <laughs> <laughs> or or it's better that people or that gay people are more accepted because if you were mean to them, look what they do. They go they shoot go up the school. They the school. Meanwhile, they could have just been like, imagine in a different timeline, Dylan Klebold and the other kid were just like, 
like these super happy cliche gays. <laughs> like and ex- like ten years later in school, like it gets better. Yeah, and it's like, well, so maybe they were they made the change they wanted to see. <laughs> Holy you hear shit! That? <laughs> they changed. They changed they the changed world for everybody. For the maybe they tr- some maybe in the future they traveled back in time and they convinced themselves that is a fucking incredible movie to better the world. That should be Back to the Future Four, <laughs> a reboot. <laughs> With <laughs> Bonnie, we gotta you save. Gotta go. the, we gotta save the future. You gotta go no, back. <laughs> they're two old queens. They're like, honey, we gotta go save the future. Apparently, there's a different timeline where we shot up the school because we weren't allowed to be gay. <laughs> And, then, and, then, and Marty's got like these special like high heel Nikes that like auto they auto adjust the the height. Yeah, all this heel. cool future shit. Higher. This cool future cool shit. Cool future gay shit. Right, and then. <laughs> and then the other one, because it's going to be called Marty and Biff. We gotta kill so, all the jocks. <laughs> Marty and Biff. Biff would bully Marty because Biff was also gay. Because he's gay for Marty, right? And they, oh, they, they and, and the so fu- they repressed it so much Gosh, in the '50s and it that destroys like destroys their future. Yes. So they have to go back in time, realize that they can be gay and it gets better, and then but they, they have to kill all the jocks. Are we on a different <laughs> Wait timeline? Wait a second. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. That's another element of it. There's all like. St- Different timelines depending on when they decide to shoot up. We, we during the movie we know that Biff and Marty they're probably murderers. Like they definitely killed people. And 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 in this uh, Back to the Future, the DeLorean runs on sass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the DeLorean is the DeLorean like a is it like a smart car looking thing? Do they is it got to be all apped out? It's got to be like from now. It's like a very eco car. You think it would be like um, like a Tesla? <laughs> Wait a second. What are we talking about, dude? It's going to be the DeLorean, but shaped like a cock. <laughs> how do we... We can't go past that with our... St- with our yeah, how did we miss that? <laughs> we, how, how, <laughs> what the hell? The Deschlongian. Yeah. The Deschlongian. The sass-powered Deschlongian. Yeah. Marty, you're getting the sass-powered Deschlongian. Oh, yeah, that's right. And wait, what did that... The the other thing they do end up killing they do kill Doc though that's the twist they do, they do they yeah they do they kill Doc at the end because he's a child molester <laughs> really yeah. I'm thinking right like that has I'm trying to make it like have yeah but, oh hey, but you remember how Doc survived Doc because- and in another timeline Doc's a priest. And he always is like, and there's like a different, like fit, like in a Harold, like the '50s version is like, right. Marty, bring over those Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> I can see using this this old Bible I found. I can see into the future. And that's how he takes advantage of them. Yes, and actually, going back to the future in right. quotes is a metaphor for. So it's like, did you see Life of Pi? No. Life of Pi is a movie where like he imagines all this magical shit happened. Right. But he's just repressing this horrible murder that he experienced. So now Back to the Future is actually it's a metaphor. Back to the Future is Kevin Sanchez. Oh hell yeah. Um hold on one second, folks. Yes, we're Kevin Sanchez calling in. We got Kevin Sanchez calling in live. Yeah, put that right up to the mic. What's good, Kevin? Last week, uh, last week Kevin's brother joined us from jail. Now we've got Kevin. Yeah, now Kevin, are you in jail? No, no, no. I would love to be in jail right now. Really? For all the shitting no. stuff you can do? <laughs> God damn, that's if that isn't a deterrent. <laughs> like, Honestly, I can barely hear you guys, man. You can barely hear us. Hold on. Yeah, now you can hear us. <laughs> you want to try it on your end? Yeah, just jam the thing right up here. Is this where the sound comes out? Yeah. Hey, you there, dude? Yeah, dude, I'm here. I'm here. Cool. Yo, man, what y'all, what y'all, what y'all talking about? Well, we just figured out a new uh, uh, Back to the Future 4. I'll pitch it to you real quick. Yeah. So going, right. going back to the future, in quotes, is like um, a metaphor. It's like... Uh, uh, Doc actually was molesting Marty, <laughs> and when Jesus. he when he was being molested, Do, uh, he would go uh, Marty would go quote back to the future in his mind <laughs> to like repress what was happening to him. So now, <laughs> wait, we forgot to give Kevin. So, the- so his kids become Marty McFly's kids become Dylan Klebold and the the the, uh, the, oh. the killers. 
And and those killers, right? They were gay, yeah. but they couldn't be gay in public. Because so they were so repressed that they shot the school up. Right. But in an alternate time. <laughs> but it helps the future out that they did that in our in this, right? Yeah, I mean, in an, right, so, so in an alternate future, they didn't kill the school and were like allowed to be gay. So they go back to the future but that's using, a- using back to the future technology like the DeLorean and shit. To, to, but the DeLorean's shaped like a huge dick. Do you see the angle that and I'm going for? And it runs on sass. Yeah. So then they will, um, they go back to the future to try to prevent Columbine. <laughs> because, but Dylan Klebold, <laughs> actually, Dylan Klebold and the other kid, wow, Dylan Klebold's the, the memorable one. I can't even remember the other guy. But he's like, um, yeah, by doing that, by killing all those kids that time, you changed the world because then there were more right. gun activism and now... Because you, things get better after yeah, that. Yeah, and you were like, you made life get better. For Except <laughs> now there's multiple mass <laughs> but, but now they're going back in time to, st- to stop, to stop now, the, to the, the, the Columbine, but then it creates another thing. I don't know. So man. what they have to do now is they have to go back in time and and make out in public underneath the clock. That's <laughs> precisely. I'm so happy you guys aren't in charge of anything in Hollywood. Why? We are. We're Jewish, bro. Allegedly. Why? You don't think that's cat? What? 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 You don't think that's a good idea? That's a shitty idea. That's a oh, shitty man. idea. Alright, well. Alright, go ahead. What do, you think, what do you think Back to the Future 4 should be? Smart guy? I, I don't know, but I know it's not like you guys went to pick time for advice. Holy shit, dude. You're you're getting a one way ticket to being hung up on yeah, in a second. Bro, serious. <laughs> no, really, that was it's a don't I guess it's like you had to be here at the podcast to get the joke. Yeah, you're you're crossing one and a half Jews right now. No, man. no, it's all good. It's all good. You you have to be in the podcast. Please don't leave us. Not like Pig Pen. You know, it's actually now you're here. Let's talk about it. Okay, listeners, we we held off for about a half an hour. But since Kevin called in, Pigpen, our member of our group, just quit. Just up and fucking quit. And really, he said he sent me a a personal email. He said thanking me for all I have done for him, making fun of him nonstop as soon as I met him. And also um, talking to him about uh, jokes and stuff. Wow, he didn't write me anything nice like that. Really? Yeah, and I'm I was much nicer to him than you. Too. Huh? He kind of wrote me that too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking piece Wait, of shit. Wait, what did he say? He was like, all right, yo, see you later, Josh. He wrote me a letter. He was like, yo, here, I got those sample hats. Let me find out if we can keep them or not. That's it? That's the last transmission? You know, he was doing some research on getting us some promotional items, and he found some sample hats from China that, like, cost eight cents. And he's like, I wonder if I have to send them back to the middle of fucking China. I'm like, yeah, they're waiting for their hats to come back, pig. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, maybe he wrote something, but I don't think he was as appreciative as he should have been. And you know what? That's okay. You know, he likes to go and fucking do LARPing now. (laughs) What? He's LARPing now. He doesn't have time for fucking... He doesn't have time for low-end gigolo business. Well, no, that's we are we're trying to figure out why this happened, Kevin. Why do you think this happened? The real reason. Man, I think that he has children. He has multiple children, um, and I think that he his wife was like, "Hey, dude, it's gonna take you 10, 15 years to be anything in this. I don't think I could, I you know." Wow. So I she. Can't be, I can't be watching the children <laughs> while you over there trying to make some dick jokes. Re- so, yeah, re- so real talk. Man. She just gave him real talk. That's your theory. I think it was real talk. Real talk. <laughs> Did she also have like show notes? She's like, and you know what? She's like, and you know what? Your jokes are all word heavy. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you think that's what it is? She she was like, she's like, first of all, you're too pussy. Yeah, he was like, I will. Starting this weekend, I'm going to fucking LARP. (laughs) Yo, but do you think that like, okay, so I'll go into my reason. Do you think that Pigpen was Pigpen in the LARP scene? Like he latched on to some better LARPers and became like the Pigpen of their group? Oh. Like there's LARP. 
There's a LARP Josh, a LARP Jonathan. Like yeah, a, but you know what? He's really into like fucking like grammatically correct English. And, like he wants to live that fantasy. So he's probably like talking like Shakespearean and shit with these guys. Oh no, the like the you know what happened? It's like there's like a in the Renaissance fair, there's like a there's like a jester troupe. Right. And like there's this one that's like really popular and he went over to him and was like taking pictures with him and being like, ah. Yo, you're the best, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> You got that cheese fucking smile on. Hey, I don't know what a LARP is. Live action role play. It's like... Wait, come on. Do you know what that is either? (laughs) I do, I do, I do. I said, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I I don't know. Who knows? I should have gotten that. (laughs) But you know what the problem... Like, he posted these fucking pictures, and I was like, I want to see what you fucking looked like. Because you didn't go there in your fucking USPS... He didn't have his USPS shirt. I want to see that piggy fucker oh, dressed like a renaissance So you man. think that a part of it is also to hide his true identity yeah, from us? He doesn't want to come out. Does it? Pig, I know you're I know you're listening. So He doesn't want to come out of the wardrobe. So but how come that like don't you realize that if you shared that you're a LARPer? Yeah, do we accept you for that, LARPing? Yeah, and also you'd be funnier because people would be laughing at you or your whole set being like this guy's a LARPer. What a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> which one of us was surprised to see those pictures yeah but I I, I, I want to see fucking him I know his I'm, I, Agatha if you're listening to this if you have pictures of Pigpen in uh, his fucking LARPing costume there's a big reward for sending it over to the low end gigolos yeah that's yeah. 1-900 low end gigolos yeah so Anyway, uh, that's... What kind of LARPing gear do you think he was wearing? He definitely had something with like a big collar, like a big floofy collar. Mm. Right? I think his name was like Gonthalor the Dismisser, and he like had <laughs> like a like a, like a chain mail uh, uh, with a breastplate. Well, he did. He yeah. bought a sword. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw yeah, that. So it's not a money issue that he's not around because he's fucking buying swords and lizards. Yeah. No, I think the reason... You just tell me he had, like, personal problems he had to deal with. I think that he got his wife pregnant again. Oh, yeah, that's... That's, that's, that's my a, that's theory. That's John's theory. And... Because oh, they had their semi-decade sex the other week. Yeah. So he knows he definitely has sex with her. Yeah. And <laughs> as usual, she gets pregnant the next day, and the baby's <laughs> on the way. So... What's, what's the, and she, you know, she goes from, you know, you have sex with her and, and then the baby comes like the next day. Yeah, what's the gestation period on a pig pen? <laughs> one day. Oh, it's a one, it's a one. <laughs> That's how he can tell that he has this kid. It's, it's a one day pupus? Yes. And so, I mean, <laughs> unless something else happened, I don't know. <laughs> Do you guys get the joke? <laughs> the joke I was making? No. So then, so he's like, oh shit, another baby? I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the stand up shit anymore. Right. That's my theory. But the LARPing he can hang with, even with another child. And I know the LARPing throws a, a a wrench into that theory. Yeah, I like to I like to imagine him like dueling with someone for his wife. <laughs> yeah, he's in training right now. That's what it is. So I mean, anyway. So Kevin, come back to the show. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's all we're saying. We miss you, and we wish you were here to hear this in person. Yes, we. You I totally mean, don't you see what you're missing? Yeah. Look what you're missing. Look at all the love and attention. Yes. Uh, so, Kevin, you're in the South. I'm technically in the South, yeah, man. Are you, getting love, are you getting love and attention in the South? Boy, listen, let me tell you something real quick. <laughs> listen, I've never seen more prominent white woman in my life. <laughs> more prominent? What is Yeah, he? never. <laughs> never. This is the first. What do you mean by prominent? <laughs> What's your definition of like, prominent? For instance, <laughs> never in his life <laughs> has he actually been able to see these women in his peripheral vision. They're prominent. It's almost as if a light is shining on them. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. If they got if they got kidnapped, they'd be like an eight month manhunt for them. Are, are you being are you, you know? being are you being received as the as the man of color that you are or as the chameleon Kevin? That we I'm know you as. Know you as. I'm the, no, actually, I'm actually, that's not true. Oh, that's actually, a, yeah. Continue. I actually, I went to a bar today, right? And um, to meet my buddy who's going to pick me up from that bar. And uh, it's called Boondocks. 
And as soon as I walked in, I felt every eye, like all 11 of these uh, uh, daytime drinkers just stare at me. Like, we don't belong here, boy. Get out of here. Oh, shit. Did you, do you Spanish it up when you're with them? And you like, like butch it up when you're with us? <laughs> no, he gets it. Nah, no, he started doing a fucking line dance. And oh no, I thought he was started to like, like, uh, start clapping and like you hear Spanish guitars, <laughs> and he starts stomping the floor. The good, the bad. You start doing the woman's dance from that. Like you have those like little hand symbols, and you're like, clack, clack. <laughs> they're like the, the people in the, the bar don't even know what to think. They're like. They're like, oh, Spanish. Go, what the fuck am I looking at? You, you can, you can, you can hear Kevin. You can hear Kevin that uh, Kaplan goes from the Bugs Bunny playbook to survive these types of scenarios. <laughs> Dress up like, and a then you go up and you kiss the one guy right on his lips. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, I love you guys, but it's so hard to hear everything. I- all right. All right. You're, you're about out of minutes. Like you're about out of minutes anyway on your phone on your commissary phone. Shut the fuck up. Man. <laughs> awesome. Listen, we're gonna send you a Sean show so you can. Yeah. So can, you can live good. So you can down take there. a shit. <laughs> you can take a shit in peace. So <laughs> we're 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 sending you a Sean show in the mail. You don't remember the. Uh, sh- he the- only has like a, a five minute window yeah, of yeah, memory. Yeah, so yeah. awesome. Well, we love you, dude. Uh, see you Have soon. Have a great trip, man. Perform well. Don't disappoint us. Goodbye, cocksucker. Wow. So that me- that was an interesting five or six minutes of our podcast. Yeah, that's great. That occupied some minutes. I guess you know the good thing is is that I assumed that we were going to take a much longer time to talk about the pig pen thing, but we like bing bang boom, we knocked it out. I guess he's just not that important. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, man, I thought we were going to, like, when we talk about it, it's going to be the big news. But, right. like... Yeah, now that the, the cat... The yeah. The cat's out of the bag. Who cares? Yeah, so... Oh. Which, you know, the cat out of the bag, you know where that saying comes from? They, no. They, uh... uh back, Monty Python? No, no, no. It's back when the uh, Ottoman Empire was... Uh, when certain areas were under Islamic rule, and they would sneak pigs in a in a in a sack in a bag they would sneak little pigs in in a bag not for, cats pigs no well this is the thing they would sneak pigs in but they would sell it during the cover of night because it was illegal to have possess a pig product because it's not halal it's not oh shit it's not, dude. you know according to islamic rule and uh but these con artists would would some often instead of having pigs in there they would have cats inside of the bag Cause like they, you know, the guy would just feel oh. it, and see if it was head, like there was a lie. They thought it was like little piglets and shit. But when the cat would be out of the bag, you would shit, find out dude. that you got jerked. The cat's out the bag. Yeah, and in, and the original pronunciation of the cat's out of the bag was. <laughs> That's the cat's out of the bag. Exactly. Um, um. So yeah. So the Weinstein girl. So we were talking about pitching this idea to yeah. Harvey Weinstein while performing on him. Yes, because I think network executives would hear my Back to the Future 4 and be like, all right, get rid of the child molestation. Maybe we have a story here. We got a deal here. Yeah, and because then I it has said, positive themes. Right. And I said, we could just go straight to Weinstein with this. Yes. So then we said, and then coming back to the real and then world. And I was like, I'll be the first to be jerking him off to see if I can get a movie. Like, right, right. right. Even Meant to unite the Me Too, so then I'll be like, too. I got also Me Too right. just w- now. It would be the Me Also. Me Also. <laughs> <laughs> me as well. Yeah. That's not funny. Um, yeah, we're not, we're we're not just making light of here. But, yeah. and the, but making light of I like how you and me apologize. <laughs> <laughs> just to all our listeners. But um, the, the lady who started the movement, who was actually, listen, this is actually, you got to hear this. The lady who started the movement, she is an actress who had a, like a television show with a very young child, like a young boy, who like when she first started working, she was his mother on the television show, and he was like nine or ten, and they became friends over the years, and he says that she banged him when he was 17, which was below the age of consent where it took place, and she actually paid him off $380,000 because this came out in the news. It's a New York Times article. 
it's New York Times, so you know this is liberal. They know that they're not going <laughs> to fucking bury themselves unless they're 100% sure. Interesting. And uh, apparently she paid him 380000 in hush money to bury the story. And now it's coming to light that the lady who started the whole fucking Me Too movement... Wait, she started it? Yeah, it like started with like she was like one of the first accusers of Weinstein. Interesting. I never but, knew about that. But now it gets even better. <laughs> it gets even better because they she came back today. This happened like over the weekend. She came back today and her response was that it's been like 2-3 days since the story came out. Her response was that it was her boyfriend's idea. To pay the money just to make the story go away. So, and do you know who her boyfriend was? Who? Very conveniently, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, shit, dude. So she's blaming it on a dude who's already fucking killed himself. No way, dude. How fucked up is that? Like that, a, someone who can't corroborate her fucking story. She's like, yeah, Anthony told me to fucking do it. Did the kid snitch after getting paid the money? What happened? How, come, how did it, I don't know how, how it came to light. The so, kid snitched then, I, I guess, think right? The ta- I think Times got to so them. So he, he was like, he got paid the $380,000 and then he was just like, oh, fuck you. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So let that be a lesson out there, uh, child molesters. Yeah, They're not going to listen. And celebrity <laughs> chefs who are going to kill themselves. <laughs> but that, but that's—I mean, like, what if that's not the fucking case? What if she was like, "Oh fuck, I fucked this seventeen-year-old, and I gotta make this go away," and she's blaming it on fucking Anthony Bourdain, who just killed himself like a month ago? Yeah, like how low is that if that's the case? Which it kind of sounds like it could be, you know? Yeah, I mean, I really—I feel like I have not—I don't. It's one of those cases where I don't know enough about what's going on, right? But I do know. Harvey Weinstein. Again, Colin is missing this whole bashing <laughs> moment, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Well, that's his, you no, know. No, but he, I mean, I mean, we are 100% behind the Me Too movement. Like, we, no, we're not behind it in that we didn't cause it. We're not the masterminds. <laughs> no, we're not the master. No. Th- nothing like that. In Definitely. fact, I barely even knew that it was happening. No, yeah. At that time, and I... If you know, one thing about low-end gigolos is not a lot of business comes through those doors. No. <laughs> we... Like famously, only have right. three Patreon subscribers. Yes, we do have a, a famous actor, Donnie Mohan. Donnie Mohan Donnie is Mohan. one of our subscribers. Very famous actor. So yeah, like I'm saying, is that we definitely don't have anything to do with it. Right. But we do think it's good that people who did bad stuff get in trouble. Hell Absolutely, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Like I mean, I, though you know, I I do have to say that I'm not against sleeping my way to the top. For Hollywood, so I don't think that door should be closed yeah. either. But I mean, you got to understand his like. You got to be. What well, if there was a, a movement? Con- a lot of people. I feel like I'll sleep my way anywhere. What if, if we start given the opportunity? Exactly. To- so what if we start consensually? Me too. Oh, oh, it's like <laughs> you know, it's like LinkedIn, but for fucking your <laughs> you way to the top. <laughs> and then you can have like people who yeah. like prior bosses who you, like and like you get sh- testimonials like John was uh, great. Yes, I fucked him. He was disinterested. Like <laughs> he was, he came late. Yeah, he, you know. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a team player. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't they, work well with the others. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it shows on your resume that you haven't slept with anyone in a number of years. What's that about? Often complained of sickness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and I'm like, I'll fucking. That's why I. I can't stand LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already, yeah. But but consensually, me too is for hardworking people who are who, looking who to want to put in the hours of fucking people right. their way to the top. But the moments, hours is a lot of time. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think, like, I don't know this these people but i would imagine like fitness trainers yeah like attractive guy fitness trainers like yeah dude i can fuck my way to the top <laughs> like hell yeah fuck yeah i fuck all these bros and maybe that maybe some of these chicks are actually doing something with their lives i can fuck them i'm fucking these ones anyway like <laughs> like a guy who fucks his like fly flip and he's the kind of guys that you see on fucked in <laughs> yeah fucked in wow your new website you have to have a you you have to have a Facebook to start it. I have a Facebook. So you could be on it. I can get started. Yeah. And it's not going to cost 20 grand like the time that I almost got <laughs> roped in. Fucked in. That would be great if they were selling you an app that day. Right. I was, oh, how great would it be? I was fucked out. <laughs> it's a diff, it's a difficult uh time to time travel. 
man, it's the time to time travel out of. It is. What, it, what, why? You don't, you don't like living in this time? Well, how could I hate it that much? I mean, I'm doing closest to the stuff that I've always wanted to do in this time. Like, as crazy as this time is with, like, all the shit going on, like, right. it's like when I was younger, I was like, oh, I always wish I had made a web series or had made a podcast or anything. Like, now I feel like I've done a lot of things. That you wanted to do. And I'm still doing it. Like, I'm right. not in a situation where my life uh, is trapping me from doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, some people we know, like, whose right. life would not allow them to be right. part of something cool, right. you know? Yeah. Harper. Yeah, so, like, you know, but I mean, I'm real grateful. And we were talking about this earlier, so now, like, the struggle is that we feel like, are we doing enough? Yes, are it's we... just a constant um, looking death in the mirror. Right. And, like, he gets a little closer. But yeah. I guess, I mean, if we were to time travel, I mean, I guess, I guess for, like, me, you, and Colin, like, like post-World War II would be, like, fucking bliss, wouldn't it? Wow, that's an interesting... Co- you know, I always think that the further you go back in time the more you're going to have to smell human shit. <laughs> you think it was less sanitary in the... Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I happened. In the 50s? I, crap until I don't even think 50s wiped their ass <laughs> with paper toilet paper. I think they used, I think they used cloth toilet paper. I swear, they, like... They had a, 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 shake, a shit kerchief. They, like 60% of the people didn't even wipe their ass. How can you compare... <laughs> Our time with their time. I don't believe that, man. I, 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 Wait, do you think people took perfect uh, ass sanitation in World War II? No, this is post-World War II. Right, but I mean... Golden age. It's like, I have a house with a bathroom in it. Like, wow. Remember, 1930s, people are still living in dirt shacks in the Dust Bowl. It's true. You know I mean, what I mean? They're still crapping out in a laden. hole. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's 1930s, all throughout the 30s. Oh, I guess in my head, like I'm picturing like living in a city. Right, like living in I like, still think that it's pretty bad. They probably have a fucking old Victorian era like flushing system where like a thing of water comes down. You would have to smell shit more in well, that they, world. Well, they, they did have the horses everywhere, and the horse shit is yeah. everywhere. But you know, horse shit is not as bad as as human feces. But horse shit was uh, an ecological disaster. Was the, it the invention of the car helped? Curb an ecological disaster that was being caused by horse shit. What was the, what was the horse shit causing? Like like disease, bad air, yeah, oh. bad air that they couldn't keep clean because <laughs> they were a bunch of <laughs> dirty, shitty, old timey people. Like I was, I always romanticize um, the eighteen nineties, right, for like the art that came out of it. Okay. But like, I can't imagine the shit what situation the being any better. And that <laughs> you're the Khalid. What, what's the eighteen nineties? Paint a picture for me. That's like um, Victorian, Victorian, era. but not here. Like I. Like, like I like Italy, like Rome, like Canada, like Canada, I think like Victoria, 1890s, British Columbia. I think eighteen nineties Canada might have been an interesting place before the depression. Right. Yeah, because the this the like uh, from what I've read, like its national identity hadn't really been formed yet. Right. And I think that's kind of cool to live in a place where like nobody's holding too tightly to like who they are so bad. Right. Like, it was racist at the time, right. obviously, right. because it's the 1890s. You know what? I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it probably did. It, it probably was a lot shittier. So, like, let's flash forward. So, like, maybe the 60s. So, like, you got the whole space, the whole space yeah, race dude. going on. I mean, going I mean, to You the look 60s. like an astronaut, John. <laughs> I look like I work at the astronaut. Yeah, you look like you work if at the If I had NASA. a clipboard, I'd, like, walk around and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah for good. sure, good. For, like, eight hours at a clip, For sure, right? man, for sure. The 60s had like... So there's so less much. horses around, so there's less shitting on the street. All that shit is like... I don't know. Like I'm I'm afraid to go back to that time because it's like way more racist. Right. It's like bad. And you're very progressive, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not... Listen, I'm not looking... For, I'm just... I'm not... No, but I mean, it's like... it. Like, I wonder if like... It's like you go back in time and then it's like... Do you get to come back to the normal time or you got to live in that shitty time? No, no, you just spend, we, we travel. We like are just, we're time hopping. Yeah, no, we're just there to prevent Columbine. <laughs> in every generation, we're trying to prevent that we, Columbine. We have to assassinate have John to... Kennedy <laughs> to, to prevent yes. Columbine. Yes, right, if John Kennedy... It gets assassinated, that's going to cause gun control <laughs> to stop all these ridiculous <laughs> school murders. But unfortunately, it backfires. <laughs> Wait, it's also, it's also like whenever you do that, you also throw off the equilibrium of how people treat homosexuals. <laughs> so it's like you have to go because Marty, Marty, you, you got to assassinate Kennedy, and then you go and assassinate Kennedy. But Hoover, no who's a closet Doc. homosexual, 
What? Oh shit! There's a precedence for it. You see, it all ties back yeah. into each other. T- but you see, it's 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 a what, what is that? An enigma where it's just tied. <laughs> you, you can't fix it. An enigma. Are you talking about a infinity symbol? Yeah, like an infinity symbol. Like you just can't. It's yes, a time a just, time loop or something. Yeah, it's a time loop. No matter what you do. Some it, that's right, and that's why it's the postmodern uh, Back to the Future because it's really about the future. Right. Now you can't escape the future; it's always there in your past, right. and it's like. And but and they but they try every method. Cool. We talked about this before. They they try they they try doing the 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 pro LGBT way. <laughs> they try doing the anti gun way. Then at the end, they try pro gun. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Doc is wearing a, a Make America Great Again. <laughs> <laughs> The, the fucking every every identity gets scrambled in this movie. You have like the gun. You have like hardcore gun fanatic gays. Yes. They like now they're Republican and it's all yeah. it's all fucked up. You have like yeah, you have like almost right wing. Right. You have almost like yeah, it's just all everything. And the DeLorean is back to running on nuclear power at the end. <laughs> yes, it's like also it's like Groundhog's Day. And and it's and, just like they let. And you know what the you know what the trick is in the very end. We all have to become. Like the fucking the terrorists. Columbine. No, the oh, terrorists. Holy shit! The whole time they had it right. The ones who go and kill Doc. That were if we would have just given them the fucking plutonium, <laughs> that would have stopped nine eleven. Uh, right, and then and then in and then they have this thing of nine eleven, and Marty and Doc are. Doc is in an old wheelchair and he can't talk. And Marty's like forty, and he looks at Doc, and he's like, he has a tear in his eye. He's like, we have to let this happen. Because we have to allow this time continue. They could have stopped it. And it's and it's like and you know what it is? They need the power of the World Trade Center falling to power the DeLorean. Cause it's 14 trillion gigawatts is the power of two planes crashing into the world. And then they, and as soon as it happens, like if you look closely in the photo, you, you see them zooming off into the sky and, and to that, save the past. And that's <laughs> And that's what you see hitting the Pentagon on the way back. <laughs> it's the shit, DeLorean. Dude. Oh, shit, dude. That's been low and jiggles. That's low and jiggles. 